Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted with Josh from Umfreaks Anonymous. Josh and I chatted about so much stuff, including Day in the Dock, Why Not, Joel on Wednesdays, the Boondock Sessions, Iceland, Live Lesson Masters, and what we think the future of live music might look like. Josh also gives us an update on the Umphreys McRPG game that he's been developing. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out in all sorts of various ways. Also, in case you did not know, this was the second time that Josh has been on the show. The last time he was on, way back on episode 12, we talked about a ton of stuff like the history of Umphreaks Anonymous, some of Josh's favorite shows, songs, and memories, and we talked about some really cool things that he had in the works. There's also a link in the show notes if you wanted to take a walk down memory lane and check that out. Thank you again to Josh for your time. It was so much fun catching up with you and chatting all about what Umphreys has been up to the past couple of months. I love you so much, dude. This week, I am going to be bringing you my little recap of the recent Day in the Dock documentary that premiered on July 16th, and also a little recap of my private birthday concert through Live Lesson Masters with Jake Sinegar on July 31st. Yes, a private, in my living room, via Zoom, private concert with Jake, the fire and brimstone Sinegar. Seriously, what more could a girl ask for for her birthday? It was just such a super amazing experience, and I'm very, very very excited to tell you guys all about it. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, sweet prints, or sells other interesting products that you think peeps would like to purchase? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that can make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd help you get the word out. With interviews on the show and sponsorship packages that include ad time on the podcast, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow ump family. Email dropped among this crowd pod at gmail.com 
if you're interested in chatting more. A quick and very exciting announcement for you guys before we get to this week's episode. In case you missed it, Brendan and Jake will be playing a show live from Big Room Studios, a.k.a. Brendan's Basement, this coming Thursday, August 13th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the first time they have played just the two of them in 2020. It's $14.99 for the evening, and the video filmed in HD and synced with crisp soundboard audio will be available for re-watching for two weeks following the event. If still available on the day of this show's airing, there is a limited edition pin for the event with proceeds benefiting Conscious Alliance. Very excited for this. I know everyone listening is too. All the information that you need for the evening can be found in the show notes. All right, so let's get to Day in the Dock first. Premiered on Vimeo, is that how you say it? Sure, that's what we're going with. On July 16th, the 45-minute special that is only 10 bucks, by the way, if you wanted to be able to rewatch it forever, which, I mean, come on, so worth it. So, so worth it. I will link in the show notes where you can purchase if you've not done that yet. Anyway, this little documentary is a behind-the-scenes look at the creative process of Jake writing music in his boondock studio in Niles, Michigan. This was all tracked in a single day, and if you missed it, I recently did an episode all about the boondock shows um, that the full band played back in June, and that episode also featured my conversation with boondock studio manager Jim Leap. And in addition to talking about a ton of topics, he takes us on a little tour of the studio and also talks about him and Jake working on this little project. So definitely check that out if you haven't. I'll link it in the show notes where you can. Within this inside look, we would be treated to three brand new songs that Jake has been working on while in quarantine. Another one that was completely improv and three acoustic originals. The first tune we would hear is called COVID-5, feeling very dreamlike as it begins, delicately dancing along. No doubt an homage to the time being spent in quarantine with the sound of a clock ticking away throughout, rounding the corner slightly before four and a half and revealing a mysterious, ominous, dark and evil side. It was very interesting to watch Jake create this part. It's hard not to wonder what he's envisioning in those moments, perhaps what is going through his mind when he's watching the news or, you know, something about the world's current events. Sliding into improv at about 548, and when you're watching this, um, it is mentioned right there on the screen that this is where he slips into the improv, leaving itself and dancing into a more hopeful-feeling vibe, completely wandering off for a little bit, coming back in gently, delicately setting it down and walking away, leaving it with a sort of left up in the air kind of feeling, which I feel is pretty pretty spot on to what is going on right now. You know, I kind of feel like just so many things are left in there. So it's, I, I feel a lot of the vibe of, um, you know, current events 
in, in that one. And as Josh and I talked about in last week's episode, this one and the bonus song you received when pre-ordering the video Romanza, um, you can tell how heavily influenced Jake is by some kind of music with Spanish guitar in it. Um, according to Josh's date in the doc review for Umfreaks Anonymous, Romanza was originally written by Mario Malavasi and recorded by Andrea Bocelli. Um, if you've not yet read Josh's review of Day in the Dock, I will link it in the show notes so that you can check that out. Also, make sure you check out that Romanza video if you pre-ordered this special and haven't yet. Just so beautiful. Changing direction completely next with Drumazoid. Synthesizer would come up first in this three-part tracked in real-time tune, starting out sounding like music during the ominous final battle of a video game I played as a kid on Super Nintendo, then gently opening up and slipping into something a little more comfortable, seductively dancing along. Next up, Jake takes it to the drums. Personally, I really enjoy watching him play drums. He has a lot of emotion with his body when he's playing anyway, but there's just this kind of, I feel like Mick Fleetwood a little bit in his movements, although not as energetic as Mick Fleetwood, who is just an animal on the drums. Seriously, last year I saw Fleetwood Mac when they came to Buffalo and, you know, in hindsight now, I'm just so glad that we did, but Watching Mick Fleetwood drum at 70-something years old is just insane. The man's out of his mind. And actually, Jake and I have talked about Mick Fleetwood before, so, you know, for sure an influence for Jake. Anyway, back to Drumazoid, a real treat for sure. Next with the Jake on bass, a Rickenbacker 4003 to lay down the last part of this song an absolutely beautiful instrument. My goodness, when he pulls, you know, go to that scene and he's playing it, and I'm like, whew, that thing's fucking beautiful. And it certainly made me think of what I want to hear him play on bass now. Like, ooh, there's so many things. <laughs> um, but I'm really, really hoping we get a fully put together version of Drumazoid 2. Like, here, you know, it all put together. Just, it's very very cool and it was very interesting to see how he fit all of the pieces together total improv on piano next jake summoning the improvisational gods before stepping right into a heavy almost beginning to a bad dream start it will begin to open up as it continues on having a vibe of reminiscing of a simpler time but then slipping right back into the bad dream vibe really slipping deep into it there for a second and then definitely sinking into a 17th century vibe as it continues on building up a sense of uh, urgency getting itself all into a tizzy and tumbling back in and fading out for me I felt that that one really embodied a whimsical nightmare all of these tunes, I think, are um, a product of Jake living through this time in, in history with COVID and 
um, you know, touring just completely stopping and having to pivot as a band and a musician um, in what they're going to do next uh, now and in the future. And, you know, it's it's my favorite piece of this, you know, obviously watching him create in in Boondock Studio is just a treat. Um, but being able to watch him process his emotions almost through these songs, I think was very awesome. Um, also very comforting and healing for me personally as, as well. I mean, I, I know every single person listening to this, um, sees music as a healing tool. Um, so these songs were definitely, uh, healing for, for me as well, going through what everyone is going through now. Anyway, <laughs> the next tune tentatively titled COVID-10, Jake takes us on a moment-by-moment -moment breakdown of the tune. Love everything about this. Listening to him talk about the different styles within the song, the different time signatures, etc. All of it. I mean, his knowledge of music and you know, what this part is inspired by or sounds a little bit like. And it, it's just so cool. Then we get to watch him track guitar over this. And he mentions in the first play of it where he would be laying the guitar. And he mentions just letting it cry. And that is exactly what he does. Again, the emotion behind it. Goddamn. <laughs> Seriously. Another one that I'm really excited to hear just fully put together, and I'm really excited for the possibility of hearing a full band version of this, whether it's still called COVID-10 or it takes on another title. Um, I think a full band version of that is just going to be spectacular. Finishing off this little special with three original tunes, first up, Women, Wine, and Song, followed by Bad Poker channeling, as Jake says, a little Towns Van Zant with this version. We're getting that Gregorian chant again, and I gotta ask if anybody knows, um, is this one longer than the one we got in Boondock Sessions? I must know, so if you know, please reach out to me and tell me. Because I'm a nerd and I like to know these things. <laughs> uh, this little documentary we would close out with, as Jake refers to it, a raw dog 40s theme. Just what an awesome experience, like I've said before. We are so spoiled as Umphreys fans. Um, you know, I don't follow any other bands the way that I follow Umphreys. So I don't know what other bands are doing right now. Um... But I'm pretty sure that there's not any other bands that are getting all of the things that we are getting as fans. Um, you know, not only Joel on Wednesday nights, but Brendan on Friday and the Boondock Sessions. And now this uh, day in the dock and, and watching Jake be able to create in that way. It's just, you know, we're lucky. And I'm super grateful that we have these things. And especially this day in the dock thing has been so awesome to watch. Um, I've definitely watched it four or five times. I mean, of course, to review it adequately for you guys, but it's just so awesome to watch. So if you haven't done it, if you haven't ordered it yet, um, definitely make sure that you do that. Make sure that you watch it. It's 
it's just such a treat. So definitely check that out. All right, so let's get to what I felt was the best birthday party that I think I've ever had. And the best birthday that you could ask for, um, considering not being able to really go and do anything right now or see any live music. A few days earlier than my actual birthday on August 4th, on Friday, July 31st, I had the extreme pleasure because of Live Lesson Masters and my amazing husband to have a private concert with Jake Sinegar. This was Jake's first private show on Live Lesson Masters. The price of one of these shows is $1,500 total, and you get up to 10 households that can join, so it's really $150 a screen. And if you do some sort of a um, socially distant viewing party, um, the price goes down. But honestly, for the experience that we got, it was worth every single penny. Not to mention, we're not only helping to support Jake during this time, but also the entire Umphreys camp. Some shout-outs before we get into what unfolded that evening. Thank you to my husband, Bobby, for throwing down the funds to do this for my birthday and installing our super cool new light so that we had some fun lighting for the evening. Shout-out to my amazing kids who had a blast being a part of this. It was so funny. Uh, you could see them uh, dancing in the background and glow sticks, and they were just having a great time, which was so much fun, too. Thank you to Live Lesson Masters for making this opportunity possible for us fans and also for supporting our favorite bands during this time. All of the things that they offer on their website is just so cool. If you've never done any of the hangouts or anything like that, I suggest you do. It's such an awesome experience. I'll link all their stuff in the show notes. Thank you to my friends Leah, Ryan, Mark, Julie, Casey, Mindy, Kyle, Sarah, Nate, and Aliana for being a part of this awesome evening. I love you guys so much and it was so special to be able to share this with all of you and also it was so awesome to be able to see everybody's face. It made me want to cry when everybody was popping on and saying hello. I just miss everybody so it was so good to see all of you a huge thank you to Jim Leap for all of his hard work on making this amazing and for doing the backing vocals not only on the song I requested but sticking around for the whole show and of course thank you to Jake for all of his hard work putting this together he said that he was in the studio for like five days straight getting ready for this and spent a ton of time on pre-production. So seriously, a huge thank you to him for taking the time to do that and for offering his time to have shows like this. If you're on the fence about doing one of these private shows, you really should strongly consider doing whatever it is you have to do to make this happen. Yes, it's online, which is how we got to do music right now. Yes, sometimes there are going to be technical difficulties, like the ones that I was personally having. I had everything set up so we could watch it, um, you know, from the laptop on my TV. And 
when it was time to connect, none of it wanted to work. So definitely a little frustrating in the moment, but you do what you got to do. And it happens to everybody. It even happens to Jake. And we're all learning how to use this technology and figure out, you know, how we can make it work for us. And, you know, it's a learning process. So don't let those things stop you from embracing an out of the world opportunity. And this will for sure satisfy that thing that's been missing for you by not seeing live music. There is a link in the show notes where you can find all of the information so that you can book one of these for you and your friends, I guarantee you won't be sorry. Okay, so let's get to the evening. For the set list, he took some of his favorite songs that he always wanted to re-record using the multi-track station in Boondock and laying down the architecture of the songs with drums and bass adding a slight rhythm guitar, giving him the ability to sing over the top of these songs, kind of like a one-man band. He compared it to Todd Rudgren, who back in the 70s would have these multi-track machines on stage, and he'd flip it on and then go play piano, and he'd turn it off and then go turn on another one and play drums and sing. As Jake would say later on in the evening, this was a retrospective of songs that have been haunting his earworm for the last 40 years. While I did not get all the songs that I requested when I signed up, the songs that he did play were just such an amazing choice and there were things that he played that certainly held a special place in my heart from childhood too and the fact that I didn't ask for them and he played them just felt you know that much more special anyway let's get to what he played things would get started with birthday by the beatles this one i did ask for and i requested for jim leap to be on backing vocals and i got exactly that and it made me so happy (laughs) the reason for me asking for jimmy to be on backing vocals for this song Back in 2018 at the Bayless Birthday Show on August 11th at White River in Indianapolis, they faked out Bayless at the start of the second set. Instead of going into Divisions, the rest of the band went into Birthday by the Beatles. Jimmy was there hanging out with my husband and I, and I have the best memory of him singing behind me. He was so happy that it was Bayless's birthday and everything, and it was just the best. So when we decided that we were going to do this for my birthday, there was not a doubt in my mind that I wanted him to play this and have Jimmy sing backing vocals. Moving along to Great American Next with a little jazzy jam in there. Fearless by Pink Floyd after that, Jake sharing a story of when he got the Pink Floyd metal album from his dad and how he was scared of echoes and he would leave and then come back and listen to the rest of the album. Such an awesome story from his childhood and that was one of my favorite parts of this personally was hearing these stories from his childhood and hearing what these songs that he played meant to him. You know, very cool because, you know, we don't, we don't get those kind of stories 
um, in a regular show, even like a Brendan and Jake show. So it was cool to, to get these stories from him. Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. Next, a song that he said he had never played before. Very cool. Next up, my favorite Grateful Dead tune, They Love Each Other. I absolutely love when Jake plays this, having just this muddy sexiness to it. Just so, so good. And another great version of this that I listen to often is from the Alibaba's Tahini show from September 30th, 2017. I'm sure I've mentioned that show um, on here before, but I'll link it in the show notes so you can listen to it um, if you haven't and you would like to. I highly suggest it. It's just a great show anyways, but that version of They Love Each Other is fantastic. Enjoy the silence by Depeche Mode next, followed by another Beatles tune, A Day in the Life. Certainly a surprise when he started playing that. And if you know me, you know I was so thrilled about this. So Far Away by Dire Straits next. Another one from the evening that meant so much to my childhood. And not one that I asked for. Dire Straits was one of my dad's favorite bands. Uh, He loved Mark Knopfler, um, and this song was one that I remember my dad playing a lot. So having Jake play this made it feel like my dad was part of my special day. I've talked, I'm in great length before about how I feel connected to my dad that passed away in 2006 through music and what a big influence his taste in music has been on me. So this was just another example of, you know, feeling connected to my dad through the music. And I'll admit this was the second time that I cried during the evening. No shame at all. I know my party guests got teary eyed as well during the evening. So yeah, I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Next tune Jake mentions was a hard one to play, giving us his interpretation of Eye in the Sky by Alan Parsons Project. A real treat next, Red Room Disco, a tune that Umphreys has only played one time, April 24th, 2010 at Lincoln Hall in Chicago during quarter three of the first Umbowl. A spot on request from Mindy after that one was played um, to have the full band play Red Room Disco when we finally get to Iceland at the Harpa. Jake said yes. So we shall see. All I know is that it will be incredible for us to all be shaking our asses to that tune finally in Iceland for sure. Soul Food, Soul Food 1 into Soul Food 2 next. And not only was it so much fun to dance to this one and watch all my friends do the same, but I totally got a motherfucking Sarah J in Soul Food 2. And that was so awesome. <laughs> Moonlight Mile by the Rolling Stones next. Jake shares that it's his all-time favorite Rolling Stones song, which I think made this even more special that he played it. A quick little swamp music by Leonard Skinner and closing out this spectacular evening with Dr. My Eyes by Jackson Brown. So that's it. That's what Jake played at my birthday show. And like I keep saying, it was a really 
awesome and it was a really special opportunity and honestly when I woke up the next morning it felt like it was all a dream but I guess that's what happens when you have a 75 minute private show with Jake in your living room. So, so grateful to be able to do this and I know that my friends feel the same way and so does Jake. Being able to finally play for people again because being a musician, that's what he loves to do and now he can't do it. So he was just as equally as happy to see all of our faces and that's pretty damn cool. Well, that's all I have for this week of the show. Thank you again to Live Lesson Masters for giving us this opportunity. Jim Leap for all of his hard work and awesome backing vocals. And of course, Jake for giving us his time like this and making my birthday extra special this year. I love you, dude. It was so good to see you. Thank you. There is a bunch of links in the show notes for anything I may have referenced during this episode. So make sure you check all that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.